Blog Talk Radio. Do you believe that America has become too politically correct? Von Wehunt speaks truth to power. Do you see the coming of our political and economic demise? Von Wehunt speaks bluntly about the need to correct America's course quickly. And now, broadcasting from the Eagle's Nest, a man who makes no excuses for putting America first. Here's your host, Von Wehunt the Barbarian. America. Let's see on the radio each week. We are a world at war. Welcome to our 100th epic episode, the legendary 100th show, the star date of April 28th, 2022. Glad you're here tonight. May the show go on for a thousand years. A wise man once said, darkness can only be scattered by light. Hatred can only be conquered by love. So I say, live free or die fighting America. And that wise man is your illustrious host, Fawn Wehunt. Psychological and asymmetrical warfare is being waged upon you daily. But most people have no idea that they are even on the battlefield. We welcome everyone tonight across the nation. We're in 25 countries. And we're on the edge of the border of Russia. I am your Generation X host. I would say this. We can't control everything and whatever happens to us in life. But we can control our response to it every time. Now, don't forget, next Tuesday, May 3rd, is the first Tuesday again of the month, and our Bachelor's Guide to the Galaxy show, along with next Thursday's hard-hitting political talk show. Disney Corporation has lectured and told you, America, Many, many times now that they are woke, quote-unquote, right? They enter the political octagon willingly. And lately I hear they can't stand the heat in the kitchen. They don't like the heat and fire that they're getting from all sides because they are realizing only too slowly that it is a small world after all. I've seen many corporate Mickey Mouse logos the last several months or a year or two. And Mickey Mouse, if you look carefully, now it's got like squinty eyes, and he definitely looks like an evil pedophile now or a sexual deviant. 
amazing how Disney has totally destroyed their corporate image and ran their brand into the ground. I hope that um, Wall Street and Wharton Business School should be talking about Disney. There should be a chapter in a class dedicated to how not to destroy a corporation from within, how not to lose billions overnight. Cancellations at Disney parks are through the roof. And the board is ever defiant, ever pissed off. It's funny. These militant leftists, they put out their wares. They put out their wokeness. They put out their ideology, right? They lecture us daily on how to live in America. All I do is put the spotlight on what they're selling, what they're advertising. Boy, they can't stand it. They cannot stand it. What they really want, they want to indoctrinate you, cannibalize their customer base, make you spit out that money while you're being coached and taught and indoctrinated and brainwashed into their woke, deviant, leftist agenda. And when you call them out, as Governor DeSantis is doing daily, he's looking very presidential, by the way, Disney says, how dare you come against us? How dare you, Governor, attack us and tell us where to go? Well, it's high time with their special tax status, their special Democrat privileges that they've enjoyed. Their time is up. It's a small world after all. And word gets around fast. These corporate chieftains that run Disney are morons. They are idiots to the highest zenith degree. And whoever hired them should be sacked and burned like Rome. They had a great thing going, the long-term damage to the Disney brand and franchise will be felt for decades to come. Again, they have ruined their brand to cater to a fringe population of woke people. Democrats alone don't have families, remember? They believe in abortions. Many are gay who don't produce kids. There's not many gay couples that will be going to Disney. You normally see traditional families there, middle to right-wing families there with children that have been produced in the home. Cancellations are going through the roof. Here's me a book entitled How to Run Your Company in the Ground by CEO Forward Disney Executive. (laughs) I mean, these guys are amazing. They don't, they don't even take it on the chin. They, they're like Putin. They double down and triple down. Well, fine then. Let the magical, the magical kingdom in Orlando, Florida, and, and the Anaheim 
L.A., California area burned to the ground. They are arsonists within the organization. They are ruining a brand. It's amazing how they've been so successful so far. Disney is a great company. It used to be. But right now, the people running that ship are the same ones that are that were piloting the Titanic. It's a, it's a beast of a company. But you heard it here first. Don't be surprised if they have financial problems in the future. If you own Disney stock, I advise you to sell it while it's still up. You do what you want, America. They always say, you decide. Now, speaking of all that, our weather, if you look up in the sky, is being created, manufactured by enemies of America or the deep state who seem to be spraying ever more poisons and viruses into our cities. Chemtrails galore. Have you seen the signs, America? Get up from your cell phone or iPhone and look at the blue sky once in a while. Or gray sky if you're in the Midwest. You get my drift. Well, while all that's going on, Elon Musk buying Twitter is big news. Elon Musk said that the concept of wokeness gives people a shield to be mean and cruel to one another. Armored in their false virtue. Great quote by Elon Musk, I will say. Well, there goes the Twitter neighborhood again, right? Elon Musk buying Twitter has the leftists in frenzy. But as I've told you before on the show, when the white European man decides to make a big move, the earth shakes and trembles in total fear. So he is from South Africa. He has European lineage. As the militant leftists, they cast aspersions on Elon Musk's character and what he plans to do with the platform as they cower in fear with trepidation. They're scared to death. Just love that. Well, again, this is our church show. Welcome to church every Thursday night. By the way, Thursday is ruled by the German god Thor and his mighty hammer. Welcome, you're here tonight. So glad everyone is here. A lot of new listeners, a lot of new callers, a lot of new emailers to my show. Who was Catch It on Gab on my studio page there. Brad Von Wien Show at gmail.com. After the monologue, first-time callers get first in the VIP line. You'll dial 563 999-3437. Welcome to church.
Yes, it's from the Clint Eastwood Spaghetti Westerns. And as you know, in Hollywood, during those movies, his mantra was the man with no name. Rides around with his Spanish poncho and his stallion. A stallion must roam free, as I've always said. Clint Eastwood, classic actor, great actor, great patriot, great American. We love Clint on the show. By the way, catch his movie, Grand Torino. Came out a few years back. Great show. About a Korean War vet in California. In multicultural California, I may add. But um, many of the listeners of the show, I know you're out there. You're my Germanic wolves. You're also the man. No name. On this show, you have a, a platform, a place to call in, a place to feel safe. You're around other kindred spirits, other Viking warriors, made men of the crew, of the town, of the neighborhood. Many patriots are out there, many men and women alike who um, love the country and wanted to do better. And that's what you're hearing from my show. Any criticism is what we want the country to be better, to do better. We can do better. Trust me. <laughs> Just look around. The clown show, everywhere you look. Well, it was JFK who said this back in the day. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies on covert means for expanding its sphere of influence on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. With that said, over 3.1 million illegal immigrants have crossed the border since Biden took office. I think that's a very low number. It's probably 5 to 10 million. And don't forget the plethora of legal immigrants. America does not have a population problem, legal or illegal. The amount of people that have come across since Biden has taken office is more than the population. It's been estimated of 18 American states. This is in a brutal, naked invasion of the country. Prove me wrong. We all know it's true. We Americans have tolerated ourselves into a corner where those who preach this tolerance year after year, they've lectured us, right? You must have tolerance. These same people have no intention ever of tolerating you or me or this radio audience. Crane war is still going on. We wired over 33 to $36 billion today. The numbers keep growing. If the Ukrainian army doesn't have some quick victories, that money will go down the drain. Now, I'm not going to go 
candy coated for you because Russia and their armies are grinding on. Now, the, the Soviet, the Russian army, is really not that good at being an army. It's pretty obvious. Before the war started out, Putin looked a lot stronger than he does today. Today, Putin looks very weak. My point in saying this is that because the Soviet Red Beast satanic Russian army, which kills everything, they have to kill everything because they're not very good soldiers. Their mantra, their credo is to kill everything and then move in slowly with their heavy armor. They're not adept, really, at being a very good army. But they are very good at blowing everything up. And they conquer the ash, and they declare victory. They are rulers of ash and rubble everywhere they go. This is what they do. This is what they did in World War II with Germany. What they're doing now in the Ukraine. Now, the Holomodor is real. That was back in the 1930s in Ukraine. Most people don't know about it. The reason why most people don't know about the Holomodor or care one iota about it or about the 60 million Christians that were killed there by Bolshevik Stalin and his Red Army and his NKVD secret police is that they haven't been fed emotional film scenes from Hollywood in movies depicting the latter, to depict it. Is there one Hollywood movie about the Holomador? No. Nine. This is the average person in America, which is only concerned about driving around and aimlessly wasting gas, eating their hot dog, their slice of pizza, playing their latest video game, catching the latest rap song. If these things don't appear on American TV, in their mind, it does not exist. It never did exist. It's the power of TV. It's the power of what they call television. Television. Say it fast or say it slow. Same thing. So the Holomodor in Ukraine, it's now another genocide, Holomodor 2.0. It's going on now. It's amazing. I'm watching the video feed of the news. Ukrainian people don't want to leave their land, though very understandable. They're going to be slaves in that country when the Russians finally put up another iron curtain. And this time... It's going to go all the way to Moldova, which used to be part of the Soviet Union, and Putin wants that country back too. What I tell you, this is not going to stop, unless Putin is stopped. Now, there's the Putin wings we talked about on the show before, in the Republican Party and the Democrat Party. St. Putin, I call him. Well, St. Putin is not coming to save you. He's going to give one rat's ass about Americans on the left, right, or indifferent who support his ass. 
He threatens America every day lately with nuking your ass. This is what he represents. He's not your buddy. He's not your friend. Told you guys before, no one's coming to save us. Not President Trump, not St. Putin, not St. Zelensky. We are on our own. Ukraine was very corrupt before the war. Now, we send billions and billions over there the last month. I bet you there will be massive accounting errors, and a lot of those arms are going to be traded off for cash on the black market and go in someone's pocket. And you know who I mean. There will be people all over the place that want to get a piece of that pie, knowing full well these arms will never be accounted for. Most will get to the front, but I find it very suspect that all the arms shipments that we sent, now I know they're going through a lot. They always seem to be constantly out of everything. It's really strange. There's not that many fronts going on. It's probably three or four major fronts in Ukraine, three or four land battles. A big one going on in the Donbass, but they're always out of everything. So at some point, the money spigot has got to stop because either you become victorious, we can't keep giving money to a losing cause forever. I wish the Ukrainian people well. I'm all for funding them now, get them arms, get them what they need, let them fight it out. But at some point, here in 30 to 45 days, if not sooner, we don't see some dramatic battle victories. Not so sure it's a wise investment. We're printing the money. We're buying arms with it. Our defense guys are doing great. But you and I both know the American taxpayer is going to be given the bill. Billions or trillions of dollars. So that's going to add more inflation to the American economy. We're not going to benefit. The arms dealers will. The Roman senators will. Zelensky will. But not us on Main Street, USA. I am an America first guy. I am not Ukrainian first or Russia first or Israel first. I'm America first. Our people come first, always. And I will not deviate from that. I don't care who it is. I also don't care what the media says. Because those clowns have got no clue. They read off a teleprompter, and it's all programmed, packaged TV for mass consumerism. Well, so glad everyone's here tonight. He reached the octagon. The legendary Von Wehunt speaks show. truth to power. Von Wehunt speaks bluntly about the need to correct America's course quickly. No excuses for putting America first. Von Wehunt, the Barbarian, Thursday at 8 p.m.
The Von Wehunt Show. Conversation and analysis of breaking news, geopolitical events, politics, history, and some fun, too. Von Wehunt is an astute observer of the human condition. Von Wehunt will cut through the political correctness and speak bluntly about the social, political, and economic demise taking place in America and around the world. Von Wehunt is a nationalist who, without shame, puts America first. Von Wehunt, the Barbarian. Thursday at 8 p.m. You're damn right, the barbarian is here. Now, the old saying goes like this. Never regret a day in your great life. Good days give you happiness. Bad days give you experience. Worst days ever give you life lessons. And best days give you awesome memories. History is draped in camouflage, my friends. When attacked... We, the men, will have righteous fury. But never forget, mercy is for God and women and children. For the culture and demographics are our destiny. We cannot restore the American way of life and our civilization with somebody else's babies and offspring from the violent and criminal third world. Let me repeat that. We can now restore our American way of life with somebody else's babies. Get the picture? Trying to restore the American way of life, the good life, the shining city on a hill, and all that jazz with somebody else's children from the third world who don't know one iota, who are not bought in, or they're, they're, they're not into our country. They're country shopping, for God's sakes. They don't know anything about our history. Many of them do not know English. They don't know how we even became a country. And they're country shopping, and they're knocking on America's southern Mexico door. And we're going to let them in by the millions. And if you don't agree to that, you've got all these federal alphabet agencies who will say, you're a racist. How dare you say that? How dare you not have an open heart? How dare you not want to be plundered? Don't you want more traffic in your streets? Don't you want to be plundered? Don't you want to be ripped off? Well, then, that's how they're phrasing the argument. How dare you speak up? Well, we will always speak truth to power on my show. And again, we're not trying to be the biggest radio show in the country. Because most Rhino talk radio shows are trying to be the biggest. They want to be the biggest. It's the American way, right? Well, I took a different path. Our goal has always been to be the best radio show. We pack more information in two hours, two and a half hours on this show than most other three-hour shows combined do all week. I, I know because I've listened to them. And you'll listen and catch yourself listening for an hour, hour and a half, and then you look in the mirror and go, I have learned absolutely nothing. But I have heard about 30 or 40 ads on erectile dysfunction or diabetes or pills or um, 
feminine hygiene products, or the local plumber or electrician, local car dealer. I know gobs of info about that. But I've left the show just shaking my head going, these guys are making millions of dollars. Many people have told me, you should have went that route. But I told them I can't. It's not in my DNA. If it's not in my DNA, I won't do it. I can't do it. I can't sit there and be cheesy and lie to people and um, just can't do it. And I won't do it. So here we are. Well, there's a funny quote going around that the FBI arrested everyone involved on the January 6th fiasco and riot, except for the people who planned it, (laughs) such as the guy who planted the pipe bombs and the guy who shot the unarmed woman in the Capitol. You heard about that. Well, in Congress... There's a new bill that was up for a vote, H.R. Bill 350. Once in a while, we will get in the nitty-gritty details of things. It's called the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act 2022. Very fancy name. It gives unlimited resources and money to the FBI, Department of Justice, and the Department of Homeland Security to target anyone in the country that challenges the Biden regime's policies and commits in their eyes a, quote, hate crime. Sounds to me that Biden and his militant Democrats are getting ready for martial law or some kind of crackdown during the midterm elections or even for the next presidential election. They want the country in lockdown mode, just like China to have full-spectrum control over the nation. What is said, what is heard, and more importantly, who is heard and what is not said. Have you seen the videos of Shanghai, China? They're all over Twitter. They are locking down the entire country. A lot of people have asked me this week, what does it all mean? I'll tell you what it means. The CCP in China does not like the freewheeling business city of Shanghai. Tell you a little secret, and no one's telling you on the media, that only I know and my audience knows. I'll tell you now. President Xi of China has his base in Beijing. His main political rival, guess where he has his base of power? Shanghai. So what he's done is he has eliminated his competition by locking up all the supporters of his main political rival in the CCP of China. Brilliant. Hmm? Ruthless. Yes. It's got nothing to do with COVID. It's got nothing to do with that BS. More Bernie Sanders. It's got everything to do with political control power. Beijing also wants to tell the capitalists in Shanghai, we call the shots, not you. We can lock you down at a moment's notice at bayonet point. Right now, they're sending in the troops. It's virtually martial law in Shanghai and many other cities of China. 
I know a lot of guys that have been over there on business over the years, some in Dallas, who still have contacts over there, I get great intel. By the way, the COVID healthcare workers in China are paramilitary. They're not healthcare workers. If you notice, they're all able-bodied, military-age males, for the most part, who look pretty fit and pretty big for Chinese men. And they're pushing, shoving people, beating them with sticks, steel pipes, you name it. So the, President Xi wants to be lifetime leader of China. He is cracking down on his main political rival's base of support. His power base is Shanghai. At the same time, it's a multi-pronged approach. He wants to bottle up the supply parts that America needs for our economy. He's trying to shove us into a recession by the midterm elections. Right now off the coast of Shanghai, there's thousands of merchant ships, thousands, that are out there waiting to dock, pick up supplies, and they've been put in an indefinite hold floating off the coast of China. Chinese Communist Party is desperate. They're trying to retain control in Beijing. They feel the country is too wild and crazy, too capitalist, and they're too far away from their communist Mao Zedong roots, to put it bluntly. But that's where they're at. So if you're in the American Navy the South China Sea, you should be on double secret alert tonight and every night. Because this power struggle within China could backfire on our fleet and Taiwan. Well, riddle me this, America. BLM burned down the inner cities, making them ripe for cheap acquisition by many companies. Now we have, we have food processing plants. 18 of them have caught fire. That's just recently happened in the last six months. Our food supply is not secure. Someone's trying to sabotage our food supply in the supply chain. So unbelievable what's happening. What do you say, America? What do you say about that as we go forward? We told you to supply yourselves. Get ready. We don't know what the hell is coming on the pike. But I believe they are trying to engineer a food shortage. So you should always have extra food in your home. I do it now. Get non-perishables. Stock up while they're still available. And while your dollar can still be spent, for God's sake. You know what? There's a lot going on. We are going to win this. When we realize that the only power that these political elites have over us in the new world order is the ability to manipulate our perceptions of reality. We have all the power we need to take everything back, brick by brick, and reject their false, corrupt, in fear-laced, Propaganda. But I don't care what the silly TV hosts and whores, all the news whores on many so-called news shows say, 
Because in my view, they are not grounded in reality. The harsh, unbridled truth is that Putin, unfortunately, may win in Ukraine. Brace yourselves for impact, America. As the old Soviet armies grind onwards day by day, right now it's really a war of attrition. Well, folks, glad you're here tonight. Got a big show for you, a lot of calls as usual. It's our 100th episode. So glad you're here. It was all 563-999-3437 to call in. Let's start the show. Goodfellow style. There, I thought I'd do something a little bit different, 1950 style. That was the theme song or the uh, when, for that movie, A Bronx Tale, which is a fantastic movie about the uh, 1950s mafiosos out there, their crew. Great movie, Catch It, A Bronx Tale. Now, the founding fathers were political geniuses who invented one more safeguard into our U.S. Constitution. The fabled electoral college, which I love, which prevents a handful of militant liberal Democrats from taking over the entire country by the density of their liberal Democrat populations and so-called immigrants, legal and non-legal. This is, quote, why the Democrats fell with the mouth trying to get rid 
for the Electoral College because it is a threat to their power base from our revolutionary fathers. It is not a historical relic, as the Democrats love to say. That's Democrat propaganda. The Electoral College is needed now more than ever. And with that, let's get to the phones and the gladiator from North Phoenix. Let's get him on the air. Patch him through. Gladiator, how are you doing, sir? Are you there? Good, ma'am. Yeah, I am here. I'm always here, man, always here, like everybody should be, right? Right. <laughs> What's in your mind tonight, man? You know, you know, I always got something. I got three things on my mind. First, I don't know if anybody saw this news today, but we've had the worst economic quarter in two years with, again, record inflation numbers and a massive labor shortage due to low wages. That's number one. What are your thoughts? God. I believe it. I believe every word of it. You know, I had my um, – it is crazy. Just a short thing which ties in with what you're uh, saying. My um, contractor is going to be doing some – Cool paint, camouflage paint, for the roof. <laughs> so those damn NSA drones can't find me. But I'll, I'll make a long story short. He walked up, Paul, to a guy on the street here in Phoenix. You know those guys in every corner that hold the signs? He goes, I've got yeah. a job for you. We'll pay you $50 an effing hour. I need painters, guys that can carry a paint bucket, what do you say? And he goes, no, man. I can make that in a couple hours here waiting for traffic. (laughs) That's America today. Guy passes up a $100,000 a year painting job. He wants to stand in traffic like a bum with his cardboard sign. That's America today. Unbelievable. I know. And he was dead serious. He goes, I've got... People, I've got jobs we can't do. We need workers. My crews are stretched thin. But he goes, for Von Wiat, you're number one on my list. I will come to your compound. I will paint whatever you desire. I go, thank you, sir. Thank you. But that damn bum, we're both bitching about him. I go, that's the future of America. So, anyway, as you were saying, it kind of ties in. Yeah. Um, Second thing on my mind. Um, What is up with Moderna and Pfizer? So Pfizer now wants approval on a booster for children between 6 and 12. And Moderna is asking for the FDA to approve a vaccine for six months up to six years old. And there's already three out of four kids in America have already had COVID, some form of COVID, as well as 50% of adults. So really, we don't even need this bullshit vaccine because it's not a vaccine. Because if not a lot of people know that 
this new hepatitis epidemic with children around the world? Now, hepatitis, hepatitis is a liquid-borne virus. It's not an air virus. You can sexually transmit it or you can inject it. And they say every child that's come down with this hepatitis liver disease have all been vaccinated with the SM-102 drug that's in the vaccination from Cayman Chemical. They've all been vaccinated. I believe it. Okay. Yes. So they're just trying to poison you. Don't get the vaccine. That's number two. Okay. Um, And then the big one, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. we are waging waging war against Russia, not Ukraine. I hope everybody understands that, that that is the truth. Right. The United States is actually waging war against Russia. Even though none of our soldiers are waging war, the entirety of our armament is waging war. Now, by the way, Germany today, Germany, Germany just stated, we have no more arms to give. Our reserves are tapped out. We're not giving anything more to Ukraine. That's Germany's official Yes, yes. the Germans are smart. They're going to cut them yeah. off. Right. Now, German style, I love it. Now, up to today, you can look, look this up, everybody. This is bizarre. Up to today, we have given up to $20 billion up to date. And then today, President Biden requested another $33 billion for the Ukraine emergency supplemental funding. That would put us at $53 billion. We committed $70 billion to go after Afghanistan and Turkey just to go find Osama bin Laden. That was after 9-11. We're, Biden wants us to commit $53 billion to Ukraine. It's all barnied. It's completely barred out. It's all rubble. Why are we paying for rubble? Now, I mean, does anybody understand that if we give $53 billion total, our taxes are going through the flipping roof? We we committed, they committed $7 trillion to COVID relief to America in the form of the payments and the child tax credits and the restaurant bailouts. Everybody got a bailout. Okay. I mean, I guess that's what it took. But why are we paying $53 billion for a, for a country of rubble that they're going to keep bombing anyways so that no Ukrainian ever wants to be there, stay there, come back there, and Russia's just going to walk over the border eventually because nobody's going to be there to fight for it. It's, it's right. over. The, the war is done. I mean, I'm glad you <laughs> sunk their battleship. But, you know, that's a game you and I played as a kid. I sunk your battleship. I'm glad they sunk it. Right. It, it doesn't save the war. There is no war. It's, a, it's basically right. our, it's our bullets against Russia. I mean, that's all it is. It's just, right, it's and you ridiculous. sink their battleship as a, as a revenge ploy as you run like hell and get the F out of there before they blow right. you up. 
you want some claim to fame. Okay, you took Ukraine, but I sunk your the 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 prize of the Russian fleet. So screw you, Putin. Ha ha. Jokes on you. So yeah, you can Ukraine. It's rubble. It's ash. Enjoy your ash. Once again, Soviet army. War crimes galore on both sides, probably to be fair. But I'm going. It's a clown show over there. Really is. Yep. So here's here's my suggestion. All right. So we keep Title 42. Let's let's not let everybody in over the border. Let's create Title 43. Right. Um, what you and I were talking about. Title 43 would be Ukrainian because they're educated. They have scientists. They have gas line workers, uh, natural gas and oil line workers, and ship builders. And, I mean, they're, they're educated. Let's create Title 43. Let's have the Ukrainians come in. They can go to the pipeline in North Dakota, South Dakota, all the way to Oklahoma, Montana. It, you know, like you said, it looks just like Ukraine, right? Montana, Wyoming, yes. North Dakota, South Dakota. They can inhabit that. And let, let's get everybody educated. That will work because they will work. Let's get them over here. We'll take them instead, yeah. of the, instead of the Ethiopians at the border, the Mexicans at the border, the Hondurans at the border, the El Salvadorans at the border, the Chinese at the border, all those uneducated Chinese that China kicked out, they are at our border right now. And they're saying if Title 42 goes down, we're looking at – 40,000 people a day at Texas, 40,000 people a day at Arizona, 40,000 people a day at New Mexico, 40,000 people a day at California. That's 160,000 people a day. A day. I know, man. If we open that's we don't like you said, we don't have a population problem. We have too much we have too many people on the border states, and those people don't want to go live in North Dakota, South Dakota, and work on a gas and oil line, sale oil. They don't want to build cabins up in the wilderness, but all those Ukrainians would go do it, and they'll go work seven days yes. a week for it. Right? They're hard workers, hard fighters. I want those people in my country. Also, they're white European. And we have to be fair. We brought in a lot of black and brown people, but we have to even the playing field now. Got to be fair. What the Democrats always say. <laughs> Got to be fair. That's right. So, yeah. Put that in a pipe and smoke it. $53 billion. Are you insane, Joe? You know, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I always, I've been saying, let's go Brandon for quite a while now. Um, I, you know, I wish Brandon would show himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, Paul, it's three billion dollars down the drain. I hate to say it, folks. You heard it here first. If they lose the war, it's money down the drain. And Germany's right. We're cutting you off. It takes years to build up those munitions. You can't click your fingers. Have millions of javelin, you know, and Stinger missiles in warehouses. It doesn't work that way. Takes a long time. Right. Yeah, so we could take $53 billion and we could build a house for every homeless veteran in this country 
And up in North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, they would actually work on the pipeline as a job because they would love to work, right? Put them to work. But, you know, Joe Biden and the Democrats, you know, oh, it's oil and gas. And, no, we need to buy electric cars. Go out and buy a $100,000 electric car. Go screw yourself, Joe. What, what are you talking about, a $100,000 electric car? What, are you going to pay for it? Because you're talking about getting rid of all these young college kids who chose to go to school to get a degree, and they took all these loans out. You're talking about deleting all their debt? Why don't we just, you know, there was a statement today, why don't we just pay all the credit cards off, pay all the mortgages off, we'll, we'll, we'll cancel all the student debt, we'll cancel all the car payments, we'll cancel all the debt, and then we'll tax all the rich people in America to pay for it. With, right. Joe, who's, who's going to pay trillions of dollars of student loan debt? I mean, we're already at $29 trillion in debt. I mean, this, I know. This, is such, this is such an ass-backwards administration that, that basically Obama handed to Joe Biden because it's 71% of the Obama administration is this administration we're staring at right now. And it sucks. It's depressing. I know. I know, man. It's like, um, look, it's like those students, you know, many – you know, they they uh, were in college for a decade under Obama, right? They all went back to college. They racked up one, two, three hundred grand. I would love to cancel their debt without telling their face. I'd love to cancel it. As long as you agree to cancel my mortgage and my credit card debt, and then if you agree to that, I might go along with you. But why should you get a free a free ride and get your – uh, loans canceled out that you racked up under Obama and Senator Trump, they racked up, I heard, two, three hundred grand to get a bachelor's degree. They've been in school for a decade to get a four or five year degree. Look, I don't blame them. College is fun. College is a freaking blast. I get it. But my thing is, you can't be a professional student forever. The bill will come. It's come. And if you don't want to pay it, don't look to me and Paul to bail you out because we know that our taxes are going sky high and that is going to piss a lot of people off. And right. that's what they want, though. They want to divide and conquer. They, it's class warfare. Democrats are buying votes by canceling the student loan debt. They want to get all those millions of kids to vote Democrat. That's what they want. Right. It's amazing. You know, it's, uh, I, I left blood, sweat, tears, broken bones on, on football fields all over the New England area to get my degree. And these kids don't know what sacrifice is. And, you know, I'm not saying you have to be an athlete to get your degree. I was lucky, right? But, you know, if you're going to agree to take on debt to get your degree, then at least have the heart and the decency and, and follow the American way to pay your debt. Don't expect someone else to pay your debt. Because that would just mean that these kids would go into the workforce, they'll get credit cards, they'll buy the latest electric car for 100000 and then they're just going to default on it because they're going to expect somebody else 
to cancel the debt again. You can't, you cannot put these kids and these young adults into the system of canceling their debt. They'll just continue to expect it. They, they're so ridiculously stupid. These politicians really are just fucking this thing up. Yeah. It's all part of the cancel culture. You know what? If, if, if they get this thing through, if they ram it through, I might be doing this show. I've already decided from a college camp, I will re-enroll in college, set up a compound somewhere at some university, rack up 500 grand in debt, get two or three more degrees, be a professional rock star student, and I'll, then I will give my debt to Congress and America and say, cancel it. How about those apples, America? Cancel yeah. my debt. <laughs> you know? Let's all, look, let's all re-enroll in college. Let's just don't even try to beat the system. Let's go with the flow. Go back to college. Rack up, oh, at least 300 grand in college debt. And then say, screw it. Why not? What's good for them is good for me. It's good for you. <laughs> Paul, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. All right, man. Everybody remember, $53 billion for rubble. It's, it's beyond ridiculous. Everybody have a good night. <laughs> it is. Have a good night. Paul's right. We're paying gold coins for Soviet rubble. All the bricks and mortar in the streets. Unreal. Well, we know that there's millions of people that want to come to America. Now, we've done our bit. I've always said America is the most generous country in the world. We let in virtually every country that wants to come, come here. Virtually every person that wants to come here. Many are in the third world. We've brought in a lot of black and brown people because America's like that. Now it's time to bring in the white European Ukrainians, put them in the Dakotas, as I've already said, Wyoming. They're used to the cold weather. Put them up there to guard the oil pipelines. I give them AK-47s. They will fight on a dime. Guard our pipelines. Guard the Keystone Pipeline. By God, they'll do it. They'll build vibrant new Ukrainian communities in our upper Midwest. That's where we need good people. We don't need more people in L.A., Phoenix, Dallas, Miami, Chicago. The big cities are already burgeoning with people. Traffic jams galore. We do not have a population problem. Well, folks... We get to more calls, I assure you, right after this. Mm-hmm. It's in, 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 up to the hop, to the hip, to the hop, to the hip. To... Henry, what can I do for you? Well, sir, I've come in. I've got to tell you some things right away. All right, all right. What is it you're doing? You're saying some words or something. Oh, I'm checking out this, this hip-hop thing. The hip to the hippity, hip to the hop. So I really need to talk to you right now. All right, Henry, you know I always have time for you. Always have time for you. Yeah, buddy. Oh, 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 oh,
But there's people in the streets that are rioting, lighting things on fire. It is very serious out there, very serious. And uh, action needs to be taken in a good way. It looks like I picked the wrong week to stop popping barbiturates. Oh, boy. Uh, but but uh, I'll tell you, Henry, Henry said, let's, uh, let's, let's put our heads together here and go, go over to the radio. Let's turn the radio on. Let's, let's get a beat on what's going on with the nation. Let's turn on uh, Von Wehunt right now. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Hey, I was trying to get through on your caller line there, man. You know, uh, this is the dude, man. And just uh, talking about, you know, current events, man. You know, what's going on? Our, uh, our governors, man, the mayors want us to be couch potatoes, you know, because of the virus, man. I, You know, hey, I understand that, man. You know, so I I'm, I just sit out there and smoke a J, you know, and, and try and be mellow. You know, people have lives and jobs and careers, but uh, you can think of me as Agent Zero from the uh, the SOFA Security Administration, man. Yeah, Agent Zero, man. I come without war or violence, you know, like Antifa, man. Uh, we don't need no violence or war. You know, peace, man. You know, peace, love, dove, man. <laughs> when you call the show... Please don't sound like that guy. Uh, foreigners are now being targeted in China big time. Um, if you thought your old life there, that the easy, good times of China were going to continue, you have a rude awakening. There's virtual martial law in China. There's a, a lot of videos of uh, foreigners. One, one Frenchman was taken out, yanked out of his Chinese pad by the uh, Shanghai commies. Here's a Frenchman wailing, breaking down, and sobbing. Saying he wants to die now because he now realizes too late that there is no effing way out of China ever. Sad but true. And a cautionary tale to anyone else who goes over there. There are no more good times left in China. It is now a Marxist hellscape to the zenith degree, a hellhole in Shanghai, China, and the rest of that demonic, satanic country. They would love nothing better. The elites do the same thing in America. What's keeping them at bay? The only thing keeping them at bay in America is the 450 million personal guns in the hands of American patriots. They well over a billion rounds of ammo. Nothing else. We are not anything like China, thank God. Australia gave up their gun rights. So did Canada. So did the United Kingdom, much of Europe. America did not, because we know better. That's one thing we do know. Stay armed. It's the American way. Because it was built by the gun. Well, hope you're enjoying the show tonight. Where I always say everything is on the table, including the steak knives. Rome wasn't built in a day. It took the Roman Empire 100 years to finally conquer Great Britain. As Julius Caesar's armies marched on what today is known as the United Kingdom. Love history on the show. Love things about that. One thing I want to get into tonight really briefly, after the next caller is um, a real estate angle you might not have thought of. 
But you guys have called the show. So clue in, tune in, chime in. You called the show. You emailed me about can't afford a house. You can't afford your rent. Well, have I got news for you. Got some good news for you. And here's some bad news depending on how you're going to take it. But first, we've got to get out of this place one way or the other. I don't ever want to be poor. Then you won't. I decided right then and there I wasn't going to live like that. I needed to get as far away as possible. I moved to California in the summer of 1968 with the tuna. We had $300 and a black TR3. There sure was nothing like this back home. It was paradise. We got a small one-bedroom apartment right on the beach. Wasn't much, but it had its price. George. You need some help? <laughs> California was like nothing I'd ever seen before. Hey, what's the beer? People were liberated, independent, full of new ideas. They used words like right on, groovy, solid. Women were beautiful, and they all seemed to share the same occupation. I'm a stewardess. I'm a stewardess. I'm a stewardess. I'm a stewardess. Yeah, on the airplane. Oh, yeah, that's pre-COVID America right there. Where's the beer? Where's the beach, baby? From the movie Blow. Love that movie. Chat room is wide open. A lot of good comments. Did Trump let the South Africans be genocide back in the day? They were begging to come here to America. Did Trump let them in the gates? Unfortunately, he did not. But, like Trump said to his credit, we had the lowest black employment in America's history. <laughs> But he did say at every campaign stop with the, la- the, the, the lowest black employment. Fantastic. Well, America, you can sleep well knowing that, knowing that uh, there's millions of people that really deserve to come here but are forbidden to come here for political reasons. With that, let's get to the Irish pilots sailing off the coast of Ukraine in the Black Sea. Irish, are you there? <laughs> yeah, I used to do something like that. I have to admit, but I don't do it now. Great voice bells this week. I know. You might get sunk by the Ukrainian Navy or saboteurs. <laughs> Careful sure out there. Capable of even, I'm not even sure they're capable of sinking my rubber ducky. I mean, this is the most Well, they did sink that Russian battleship. This is the most hilarious non-war I've ever seen. I mean, they're really <laughs> messing things up and creating phony everything, and the money is being created out of nothing, and they're trying to charge you for it. And I, I just never seen anything like it. I'm I, I'm beginning to to wonder if there ever was a SARS-CoV-2 or anything. I, I even wonder sometimes right. whether or not these people putting on the newscasts aren't just a bunch of dummies with some guy behind there going, I am 
Bram Stoker. But give me a break. So yeah, it's it's pretty I know. weird. I don't I don't see anything that matches anything we've seen in the past as far as reality. Normally, a war requires a bunch of people to actually you know be the foot soldiers and everything, and we're even running away from that. We're gonna let you know a bunch of uh, drones and AI and and robots and everything fight the whole thing, and and we'll just sit there and what make bets. Um, not exactly sure what right. that means. And even if one side crushes the other, does that mean I go with them? Because they're not my soldiers. You know, it's just a bunch of stuff that was hanging out in somebody's garage, I guess. <laughs> I mean, right. sooner or later, I'm going to be completely and totally detached to everything that's going on politically. If I'm not there already. Irish, Irish I want you to hear, hear, hear this. There was that one Ukrainian fighter on the uh, TV with the beard. He looks just like G.I. Joe, I swear. The guy has the most coiffed, polished beard. I swear to God, he looks like the G.I. Joe action figure from the 1970s and 80s. This guy's got the most coiffed beard. He's in a war zone now. He has perfectly coiffed hair. Like like a makeup artist. Now, he could be legit. Maybe he's got very good personal hygiene habits. But my point is, I've never seen such a neat and tidy uh, soldier about to be killed by Russian forces on Ukrainian TV. Looks really weird, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of weird news. A lot of weird video coming out of there. You're not quite sure what to believe. Truth is elusive in any war zone. Had that been a real war, there wouldn't be any video. There wouldn't be any electricity. There would be nothing. Thank you. Just taking the place over. Yeah. Yeah. That's just one more fake. One more. One more. Can you believe this is actually happening? I think they just want to suck all the money and all the. I think they're having a fire sale in America, and they're trying to just hurry up and dump everything we have. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we're and getting winner, somewhere. And the winner, That's my theory. Suck America yeah, dry. Get that cash and convert it to gold, silver, and real estate. Get it out of our country. You can't tell me that $53 fucking billion is all going to the Ukrainian Effing front. Bullshit. That yeah, money that, is being siphoned uh, off and going in a lot of people's pockets. I have a hard time believing that they've already spent in shell casings, howitzers, and bullets. They went through $53 billion, almost $20 billion a week. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. Yeah, you, you want to send Come them, on, you want to send them. You want to send them a real gift package? How about we actually turn some of these dead, dormant manufacturing plants and put together some weapons that they can play with, and at least we'll take the money from them wherever they can get it. They're signing blank checks. I mean, at least right. we'd have some people that were employed and doing something of reality, and, and then we could give the weapons to wh- whichever side we want to win, if that's the game we're playing. I, I don't like the idea, but at least people would be involved instead of just saying, oh, we're just going to we're gonna give a bunch of digits over there. They're going to divide and conquer and do whatever they want to do with it, and then you're just going to foot the bill. 
And there's too much of that kind of fraud going on these days anyway. I mean, it's ridiculous. So you know, if you're taking my Man, money, I'm my all money, for the Ukrainian people defending themselves. Yeah. Right. I'm all for the Ukrainian people that have to defend themselves. Irish, I really am. It's just that um, I am skeptical and suspicious of those arms shipments, which no one can account for. They because the, it's really weird. The Ukrainian military says we never got them. Pentagon says we shipped them five days ago. Okay, <laughs> there's a big disconnect there. Somebody's not telling the truth, and I believe a lot of those arms are going to go on the black market. They're going to cash them out uh, because it's really weird. It's a big country, but not that big where they should that they're blowing through, man, about twenty billion a week. In arms and ammo, what are your thoughts? Right. Uh, I think it's a whole bunch of arms we supposedly sent over there, but yet we have an inability to be able to move grain. We have an inability to move meat. You know, I'm, I'm surprised some weirdo doesn't come over with a PCR test and said, you can't give them those missiles because they have COVID. I mean, what's going on here? Right. We're not allowed to have what right. we need to be able to do what we need to do. And these guys are playing a, a phony war where it's not even – it's not even clear if they're doing anything that is plausible, but that's all we've seen in the past, you know, several years. Like, for example, with the medical tyranny, where one guy stands up and says, I have a recommendation. And now we have this new idea that we're going to have, uh, what is that they call now, a, a, uh, a special panel to decide if somebody is disinforming somebody. And the people they put on are the biggest liars on the planet. I suppose they know what lying is all about. But that doesn't mean they're going to honor the American people by pointing out lies. And disinformation, of course, we've learned is not lies. It's actually once some weirdo in a, in a global existence decides they're going to come up with a stupid excuse that doesn't work, that everybody's supposed to believe it, which is, of course, part of the game, right? Or, you know, the, whether it's 57 right. genders or, yeah, race theory or all these other things, Un, none of that can be real. If you have any mommy has five genders, right? Well, any any time you mommy has five yourself, genders and ten personalities. <laughs> hey, I might believe the ten personalities. <laughs> yeah, you could you you can you can nod your head and tip your cap to all sorts of different people and say just hand me the cash and and that might have worked a few years ago, but no, the the biggest problem right. we have now is that they actually just need you to believe absolutely anything that comes from the mock authority. And my job has always right. been, I want to have a debate with all the authority. I don't care who you are. I'm right. ready to take you all on. And I want to embarrass you in public. I want it all written down and recorded. And I want the world to see it. And I want you to just go away. I don't need to kill you. I don't need to, um, I don't know, I don't need to crucify you in some stupid way. We just have to make it so that what you say, what you do, how you do it, why you do it is 100% repulsive to the rest of the world, and they'll just say, hey, we outnumber you. Go away. You know, just be, a, be right. an army on an island or something. And we can't get that right now because we're constantly giving them credence every time they make up something brand new that's so stupid it can't even be believed. And so all you have to do is just say, right. look, I didn't believe you 20 years ago, and I still don't believe you now. <laughs> but that's the I hard know. part. That's the hard part. About 40% really of us are in this 
you know, we're waiting for something real to happen. And we, and we do business with each other. And some of us, some of our neighbors, some of our kids, for example, their parents, you know, really like what I do, what, whatever it might be where there's kind of a mini network there and they're trying to cut us all off from each other and isolate us so that we're even not allowed to talk to them anymore. But it didn't work because we didn't put our masks on. And they're trying to tell you that you're because you are who you are, that you have this carbon footprint, except for we all know that carbon's good for you and good for the planet. It you know, right. continues to give to the plants, which gives back to you and, and uh, makes the soil richer so that even the animals can eat what's coming out of it. No, it makes no sense whatsoever what they're saying there either. And, uh, you know, on and on and on. So the only real thing that makes any sense is, what are you going to do when you know it's just going to be another lie after another lie? You've seen enough. You know enough. You, you don't even bother turning on the news, per se, whatever that might be, to find out what the latest lie is because it doesn't apply to you anyway. I would suggest right. we're just going to have to start dealing with each other, more, which is what they're hating, right? They're, they're trying to say, oh, please don't let Elon Musk put up Twitter. Because, you know, inevitably what they're going to do to make money is bring on God you know, Trump and Alex Jones. Yeah, and that's what they're doing right. right now. And, of course, the move is what's been happening, not on the news. They, they moved to block it. And, of course, Elon Musk unblocked it. You know, he's got lawyers, too. So uh, right. that hasn't been working too well. They have not been winning the war of public opinion to get it back. Because it's been pretty funny what they've been saying. What happens if Twitter actually goes out of control? Out of control to them means we don't control the narrative. The answer is then you're going to find out how much we really hate you. Now, the latest thing that's happening is all the conservatives that were still hanging around on Twitter are getting tens of thousands of people back per day coming back to Twitter and getting on. And, of course, the people that were on the left that were the only ones that you could find on Twitter after they kicked everybody off are losing people at a few thousand a day because they don't count very fast. Right. They left a lot quicker than that. They just don't want to know. And besides, you and I, just like the votes when we try to cast for president or governor, we don't get to count those either. So it's going to be a very strange count, except for one thing. What's being said, how it's being said, and where the money goes and everything else is going to be totally different in the future. Unfortunately, just because Twitter might thrive again doesn't mean we don't desperately need alternatives. You yourself on We Hunter, right. I remember, was kicked off of Twitter. And if they offer five times, sure, you can... I am permanently banned. I cannot go back to Twitter uh, and maybe under, I, under Musk, I'll try again. But I checked this no, morning. I, I, I still can't get on. They'll come to you when they're, when they're ready. They're going to go down the list. Who, who had the most people? Then who had the most? They're going to get to you, Bon Weehunt. Right. You had enough people. You had enough interest. You, and you had enough people wondering what you were up to that they're going to come back to you and say, we could use your splash in this pool. That, that's what they're going to tell you. They're going to say, splash it, baby. Oh, I used to have and a lot so of fun on that site. And, right. Absolutely. And so my point is we can't be all flocking to Twitter saying this is going to be the end-all, be-all, because now here comes this disinformation group that's going to say, you know, Twitter doesn't have any standing or something of that nature, and Musk will have to fight them for a while. And, and with what I just right. told you, what's the point of fighting them? It's easier to be able to say, you know, you don't – here's a really good one. Like CDC makes a recommendation everybody supposedly think, thinks they have to wear a mask or get a shot. And the answer is who gave them the authority? Uh, Biden. Eh, wrong. 
He doesn't give that kind of authority. That would be Congress. Never happened. Just like for some war that's you know, being fought in Ukraine. Who would actually be the, the go-to to be able to send this kind of money over there? You know, Joe Biden. <clears throat> Wrong. That would be Congress. If you're talking about country versus country, which, you know, they haven't decided right. yet. And so, yeah, and so it would really help America if you would start learning your basic civics and actually figure out Thank when you. somebody says jump, your question shouldn't be how high, but who are you? What gives you this stupid privilege? Because you know, <laughs> who are you? I love ago, that. Yeah. I mean, well, this happened. If you remember October 10, 1995, I told you I'd never honor anybody in the military again. Michael G. News, especially right. for U.S. Army. I think I think he was in medical corps, but I can't remember. Um, anyway, yeah. They said your uniform tomorrow is going to be United Nations blue. And he knew that was illegal. He knew that was a violation of the sixth general order. You're supposed to know what a lawful order is. So what happens? As the song says, a one spot of green in a sea of blue is what happened the next morning. And Clinton's thing, he got, you know, he, he actually said we could do this. And sure enough, 99% of the troops all wore blue and they gave it to him. But not Michael G. New. Mm. He's my guy. Now, is Michael G. New some sort of a hero? He'll tell you, no, you should have backed me when I went all the way to court-martial with this. And finally, the judge was looking forward to it because he wanted to strike down Clinton. But two or three days beforehand, he stopped talking. And then when the time came, he used an exact reverse uh, issue, order, basically saying, we're going to have to give you the big chicken dinner, a.k.a. the bad conduct discharge, administratively let you go. And, you know, right. he was a gung-ho guy. He was going to be a lifer. He was absolutely going to be Army for life. And then all of a sudden he comes home and everybody's saying, you're going to go back there and fight for our rights. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm going to stay home and have kids. I'm going to do something because going over there right. was a nightmare for me. I was a lifer. And where were you? <laughs> where were you, America? And that's how I feel right now. Where were you, America? This is the most important time in the history of this country, and most people are still more worried about, you know, the stuff that they're putting out there for us to get paralyzed looking the wrong direction. And I'm not going to play that game. I'm looking for what's good for my rights, what's good for my wallet, what's good for my interests. I don't want to be bored or scared. I, you know, I'm going to be looking at the things that matter, and people don't think this is important to them. Time and time again, people are interested about things or think they're interested about something that doesn't even actually change their lives. And I'm saying, you got to start somewhere. I would start with that. Can you at least find a value somewhere that I can respect? Right. Because if you can't, I'm going to ignore you. If that's the way it's going to be, if, you know, all you're going to do is, I don't know, buy five acres and name everything after Star Trek. <laughs> and ignore the rest of the world. Yes. Uh, I got We're going to do that. that. I got news for you. That's, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> that's going to be a big problem. Irish, thank you, buddy. Have a great night. It's going to happen to you. Well, I'm, I'm uh, glad I'm on the 100th show, Von Weehunt. It is yes. historical, and we're still doing it the right way. And that's important. Thank you, sir. This is a legendary 100th show. I've got to put my core collars on. 
a few of you guys have dropped off. We're getting to new callers. I went to a couple of you guys that you were you were gone. You were, you've already vaporized. You need a little more staying power to be on the show. Thank you, Irish. Have a great night, man. Excellent. Appreciate you. Kudos. Well, a lot of you guys have emailed me this week, and you love this promo because on my show, it's kind of a macho show, and we do wear numero uno cologne. This has been voted your favorite promo. I love it. search. Each man different, living his own way, searching, discovering numero uno, the new thing in colognes for men. In all the world, there are only four basic masculine scents. Here's the best of each. Numero uno gold, numero uno green, numero uno red, numero uno silver, Four numero uno colognes, all different, all wild. Find yours with the searcher kit, a jigger of each scent. Then get a full-size bottle of the one that makes it for you. Numero uno. <laughs> yeah, I had a survey, and I asked everyone, what's your favorite? Uh, they they love several, but that one came in number one. Folks, um, we've got news here in the chat room that there's the biker protests. Uh, going to Ontario, I guess, uh, or possibly Ottawa, after the the Patriot truckers of Canada tried their best. The cops can't really do much of anything. But um, it is true that um, you've got many conservatives, so-called conservatives, quote-unquote. Their way of owning the libtards is by out- libtarding the liberal Democrats. That is their modus operandi, shall we say. Pretty amazing stuff. Again, new callers, 563-999-3437. Call if you're tough enough. Call if you're man enough. I know you can do it. Because... It's a crying shame, America. We'll get the new callers after this. So get a beverage. Lock yourself in. It's a crying shame, America, from Black Oak, Arkansas. Classic Southern Rock.
Oh, yes. Thought you'd like that. We'll get Lincoln on here next in uh, Flower Country. Bring him on board. Um, folks, always good calls. Our 100th episode. Thought you would enjoy some theme songs tonight. A little bit of um, some rock there. But, um, gosh, our board has been overrun by millions of people who want to come in here. It's just amazing, even watching the news. I mean, 10, 20,000 a month used to be terrible. That's now the norm. That's how bad it is. They are predicting three to five million or more to come across this year alone. It's an invasion. You know it. I know it. And the American people know it. Happening, man. Very lively chat room. Good chatting with you in there, you and Kat. It's on your mind, yeah, man. man. I just uh, I really don't have much for you, man. I wanted to call and uh, and say congratulations on your hundredth uh, episode. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, one hundredth episode here on Blog Talk. Now we had several hundred on the KFNX before this back in the day. But uh, this is great, and I appreciate everyone's support and calling in and having some fun on the radio and getting out some good information to millions of Americans. And uh, you're all part of that, man. I appreciate it. Hey, I want to give you a, a quick update on the uh, the current Twitter situation. I see all these conservatives like uh, celebrating that. Uh, Super-based Elon Musk, you know, is going to save the day for free speech and all that bullshit. Um, <laughs> well, I, exactly. I know several people who, who went back to Twitter yesterday and today because now we can go back to Twitter. It's free speech again because Elon saved us. And uh, almost every single one of them have already been banned from Twitter again. I mean, some of them for even, like, very basic <laughs> shit like, uh, like uh, calling Bruce Jenner Bruce Jenner. They're banned again already. Um, you know, oh yeah, uh, I believe going it. After Fox News for uh, having Bruce Jenner on uh, as a as a contributor, uh, they're they're instantly banned. So 
Elon Musk can buy the company, but it's not like it's not like Elon Musk is the guy pressing the button to ban people or not. He's not looking over the shoulders of all these this army of shit libs that are the moderators that ban people. I mean, it's, I don't think anything's going to change. If it does, it's going to change very, very little. That's what I think. I totally agree with your spot-on comment. I tell people, no one's coming to save us, folks. Elon Musk is not coming to save you. Neither is Donald Trump. Neither is Zelensky of Ukraine. Neither is St. Putin of mighty Russia. Elon Musk is not going to wave his magic wand because to do so, the embedded communists and censors in Twitter are thick as thieves. If I was Elon Musk, I would purge everybody out of there. A complete purge. Bring in temps for a while, hire better people, and then start, tear it down and build it up new. Only way to handle that situation. What are your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's not like Elon Musk is going to buy the company and, you know, in the first week he's going to walk in the door and just fire every one of the fat, blue hair, shit lib, feminist, transgender faggots and shit that, that are the moderators that ban people on that, <laughs> on that platform. I mean, nothing right. is really going to happen. I mean, it's, I mean first it's off, true. he can do that. And second, I'm not even really sure if I want him to do that because if he does do it, who's he going to replace all the fat, blue hair whales with? He's going to replace them with a bunch of Indians and shit like that that have to be imported here. I know. I mean, it's so, it's the most corrupt organization. Twitter reminds me a lot of Ukraine. I hope Elon Musk, 45, or his billions of dollars don't go down the drain. But if he's not careful, it can be the biggest boondoggle ever in American business history. Because Twitter does not make a profit. They sell nothing. Everyone doesn't know this. It was a publicly traded company which had stock, and those people were smart to take Elon Musk's offer, but I laughed when the attorney for Twitter, some, I think he's a queer attorney, started to cry at their Zoom call meeting. More liberal tears. Hilarious. (laughs) And I'm going, are you serious? Because he, he called the, the travesty of our, uh, our free speech and all this was going down the drain. You know, he was, he was, he, he was crying like, uh, like that guy who was, who was uh, broadcasting the Hindenburg, crashing and burning, you know. That would be my meme for Twitter, the Hindenburg. <laughs> well, well, maybe, 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 maybe Elon Musk could, uh, now that he's bought the company, maybe he could uh, employ all the uh, Tyrones and Malcolms and things like that there so he can contribute to the lowest block unemployment. I mean, they're kind of no yes, that's, right? that would be a great beeline for Twitter. We have the lowest black unemployment because Elon Musk bought the company and then Trump would be happy again. And we have the lowest black unemployment. I like Trump, don't get me wrong, but he was a broken record at every campaign stop for a while. I mean, I'm, I mean, I just speak up about the obvious. I mean, he had to bring it up every now. You know, he's a politician guy. I get it, but say it a few times and move on. He never moved on, and these dumb conservatives clap like seals. Oh, it's so wonderful! While well, they're being purged and fired by HR. 
HR winches all over America being, you know, routed out of their jobs, being escorted out in, into the parking lot by some big fat guy called corporate security. All Trump could talk about was low black unemployment. And the people would just clap like seals. What about your jobs? Forget about black and brown. What about your jobs, Mr. and Mrs. America? You know, think for yourself once in a while. Jeez. It's okay to be selfish once in a while. How stupid (laughs) is that anyway, that your your entire voter base is, 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 is white people, Europeans, mostly blue collar, white, you know, white folks, especially white boys. That's your entire base. Now you can talk about record low black unemployment. You want to stand on stage and talk about we want more immigration than ever before. We want more people coming than ever before because they fill jobs. Fuck you and you're filling jobs. We got plenty of Europeans that can do jobs. If, you, if we need people, bring them from South Africa. They're begging to come here. I agree, and that's when I stopped clapping for Trump when he started to make those comments about a lot of things. I wish him well, and uh, I voted for him twice, but my thing was he talked about that constantly. He never acknowledged his white voter base. He always brought up Operation Warp Speed, about that damn vaccine uh, that he was pushing, that we all know is poison. Pfizer has completely effed it up, and Moderna, and uh, just a number of things were really weird. Go ahead, man. Well, I mean, I got to say, I mean, in Trump's defense, I will say, you know, I'm not a Trump supporter, really. Uh, was he the less the, the lesser of evils? Yeah, I suppose. Um, well, he certainly was, but uh, you know, I, in his defense, I will give the guy this: at least he did decriminalize butt sex in Botswana and fly the faggot flag over, you know, every embassy that we have. <laughs> he did. I mean, look, folks, these are facts, and facts are called stubborn things, and we put the spotlight on everything on this show. I don't care who it is. I'm an independent. I'm a nationalist. We don't ha- really have a party at this time. But we will. We will in my lifetime. Trust me, it's coming. But, um, you know, I mean, look, man, you, you're, 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 you're right. Um, you know, I mean, Trump held a lot of gay flags. Now, people gave him pass in his defense because the economy was good, Right. People were working. So one thing I know about the American people, if they got some jingle jangle in their pocket, if they got a good 401k plan and their stocks are going up and their house is going up and they're employed, they can buy a hamburger, a pizza, and a steak and get some sex on Saturday night, they're happy. You know, to be blunt. And gas is cheap, they're even happier. So they'll give any candidate a long leash and a lot of rope to hang themselves with later, but they will give them a pass on everything that you just mentioned. That's the American psyche. They want to be paid and fed, and they want to be employed. If they got those three things, you can tell them anything you want. Like Trump famously said, I can tell them I'm going to walk down the middle of New York Avenue, Times Square, and shoot somebody, walk back in here, and they'll all clap. And he's right. 
He famously said that. I went, that, he, he nailed it. That's America. They'll give you a pass. Isn't that you know? a very selfish mentality, though, that, uh, you know, I'm perfectly okay with being replaced as the founding stock of this country, completely replaced and genocided, as long as I'm comfortable with a nice paycheck? Uh, what about your kids? What about your grandkids? What about your ancestors down the line? You know, I saw this quote a while back. It was really good. It says, I what agree. kind of man secures a heaven for himself while creating a hell for his kids? It's true. A lot of men... Look, a lot of these things have happened in prior generations, as we talked about. Our situation right right now is dire. And you talk to guys, and I had two or four. I, I, I have guys that email me and say, I want to see you more serious, more, you know, whatever. I said, look, there, there's an old saying. You can reach a lot more bees with honey than vinegar, right? So if you always come out too shrill, to fringe, you turn people off. What we're trying to do is get the biggest audience possible and the best audience and educate people. Because I am not convinced that the American people are politically astute yet enough to make those kinds of decisions. They really don't like to think about these things because they've been programmed not to think about these things, Lincoln. They've been programmed to watch your look. Go home. Don't worry. Let us wire, uh, you know, eighty billion to uh, Ukraine. Don't look at that. Don't think about that. Oh wait, there's millions coming over the border. Don't look at that while your border is open. Just go to work, pay your effing taxes, shut the f up, work. Look over here. Look over here. There's hot pizza, hot hamburgers. There's uh, your new truck your new compact car, whatever, and here's your little paycheck. Be happy. That's America. And most people love to be distracted. Americans love distractions. And by the way, more Roman circuses. Here's your rock concert. Here's your Mexican resort to fly into. You know, get distracted, America. Don't look at us, is what they always say. I think sports is the biggest distraction. I think that's by far the biggest distraction. Like when I, you know, when I, <laughs> the people I work with, uh, they can't tell you who the vice president was under George H.W. Bush. They can't tell you who the vice president was under him, but they can tell you what some Hispanic guy's batting average was in 1995 or how many home runs he hit. Uh, you know, they have the American flag and they have their local football team's flag hanging outside. Uh, it's it's a re- it's like a religion, like a cult. That's what, that's what he talks about. Absolutely, you're right. Absolutely. I have long talked about that. That these guys can rattle off. I you know, you and I have been to a sports bar before. These guys can rattle off sports stats. I go, I don't memorize stats because they changed. And the guy went, what? They change. <laughs> Why memorize crap? It's got no bearing on my pocketbook, my future, my <laughs> progeny, my country. You said a really good line there, Lincoln. What kind of man secures his heaven who basically screws over his children's future and his ancestors? We have a lot of Americans that were only concerned with themselves 
never concerned with anything else because they were taught and told that we live on a shining city on a hill. Now, that philosophy works as long as the borders are airtight and watertight. But they haven't been for 40, 50, 60 years. And so, like I always tell people, don't beat yourself up too bad. We did not create this problem. We inherited it. Our forefathers, you know, prior generations let and they're they're doing it today. Their own kids are doing it today. They're letting everybody into America to screw us over. And so this the heart is a act, the big big problem. Yep. The heart before we were even around. Was the, was the acceleration of the of the the death of the Europeans in America? That's right. It was suicide. It was. It was. It was the Heart Cellar Act in 1965 was literally European stock suicide. Well, the congressman that wrote that drove a stake through America's heart. They they gave it a nice flowery name, but they knew damn well what it was going to do, and it was designed to get rid of the majority white European population in America and to open the floodgates to massive immigration. Not even legal, massive, illegal immigration. So and legal. you can even go back further to the Statue of Liberty and the um the plaque put on there by the Jewish lady. You know, give us your tired, you're poor, you're hungry. Right. We don't need any more tired, poor and hungry people in America. We have millions and millions and millions of them. How many more millions do we need? Seriously. We have tent cities in all American cities, homeless people. We don't need millions and millions more. We don't need millions more people driving crappy cars with no insurance, clogging up our traffic lanes either. And then when you hit them or they hit you, they have no insurance, and you're screwed again. By an illegal alien behind the wheel of a car who can't even drive. Has no license, no insurance, no nothing. It's funny how that works. Uh, the Jewish lady, Emma Lazarus, with the plaque there. Uh, the, uh, the the Jewish uh, guy that wrote the melting pot play, which uh, is not what we, we call them ourselves now, the melting pot. Plus, Hart and Seller were both of the same ethnicity as well. That's right. That's right. I love facts because you can't argue with facts. There's a lot of people, I said, that came before us that started this. And now we've inherited this massive problem. And people don't, don't beat yourselves up too bad because we've inherited this. We did not create this problem. They gave it to us. They're trying to shove it down your throat. They want you to tolerate it and to accept it. No country has ever stood this much immigration pouring over the border in history. It always leads to bad things. I don't want these illegal aliens to, 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 to be involved in anything bad in the future. I'm just saying, though, that I want to reunite them with their families back in their host countries. That's why I say they should be reunited. Is it fair if you're a Honduran woman or a Mexican woman and your husband leaves you 
for America? Sounds fair to me. She's stuck there with two or three babies to feed, probably has to do things that are unsavory, pay the bills. I say reunite that man with his family in Mexico. Reunite that man with his family in Honduras, in El Salvador, and elsewhere. How about those apples? I'm all for reuniting families. I am not for the breakup of the family on any continent. (laughs) I'm very consistent. I'm all for the American traditional family, which was European white Americans, predominantly. And I'm all for the Hispanic people keeping their families intact as well. It's not fair. Again, I use the Democrats lunch against them. It's not fair that a Mexican guy can cut and run, go country shopping, be free. He's got four or five kids back home that he's abandoned. Not fair at all. He should be reunited with his family and own up to his responsibilities. What say you, Lincoln? Not only that, but not only that, but I mean, they get to keep their lands, they get to keep their heritage, they get to keep their culture. Uh, you know, uh, if if, if uh, you're Hispanic, you're in Mexico or Guatemala or what whatnot, be proud of where you're at and make the best of it. Build, make it something, make it better. Be with your people, your culture, your heritage, the people you're supposed to be around. But it's a big secret that everyone prefers to be. We can play all these silly games all we want and pretend to be. We don't see it. We're colorblind. Anyone that says that is virtue signaling and talking shit, they see it. They see color. They just say, oh, I don't see color. Bullshit. Yeah, you do. Everyone does. And if you don't, you're you're I see color. Because Damn they right. Certainly do. They certainly see it. <laughs> right. Oh, I agree. Very good point, man. No, no, you're right. Oh. It's like... Um, Go ahead. Oh, and I saw like I saw uh, Cooker Carlson do his normal, you know, his thing where he think you know, he he kind of gives to you, okay, well, you know, I like this, like, and then he gave his thing tonight about how uh, we shouldn't be funding Ukraine, which I agree with. We shouldn't be funding Ukraine, but instead of saying we shouldn't be funding Ukraine because uh, we have no business in that, we have no dog in that fight. Instead, he did the classic libtard thing and said be funding Ukraine because they're Nazis. Right. Right. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's a vicious circle, you know. But you notice all the guys yeah. coming over our border, they're all military-aged men. And most of them are interviewed by our Border Patrol, and they will tell you we have families in Honduras. We have families in Mexico. I would not allow guys to come over here who are fathers. Sorry. Back to your family. Back to your kids. That's what's so funny about both sides is that, you know, six years ago, what did we hear constantly? Or five years ago, four years ago, five years ago, what did we hear constantly? We heard the left. Your AOCs, everyone that were going to the border when Trump was president and crying on, going on, t- on shows and crying, saying "boohoo, kids in cages." As soon as, by, as, as the very second Joe Christ. Biden took office, now you have you have Ted Cruz, you have all these faggot Republicans going to there and saying, "Oh, boohoo, kids in cages." 
They're like, wait a minute, that's what they were saying like four years ago, and I saying the exact same thing. It's military <laughs> that are coming here, not a bunch of kids. That's <laughs> why I've always said, Lincoln, we're a very silly country. America loves the virtues. America loves to talk about how great they are and how kind they are and they have all this compassion. We care about people. We care. B.S. You don't care about anybody but yourselves. Um, this country is not serious. It's a very silly country. We have silly congressmen, silly governors and people that cry on a dime, crocodile tears. They just talk a big game because they're so afraid of losing the Hispanic vote. Well, you wouldn't be in such fear if you had been fair to all people who wanted to come here, Hispanic and everybody else. But we're showing favoritism to me, to the Hispanic world. We're not, you know, they can come in with impunity. But if you're a white European, you have a hell of a time trying to move over here. Tons of paperwork, tons of red tape, tons of bureaucracy, right? But if you go, oh, oh yeah, you're, yeah, come to America. I'll be a good, I'll be a good worker. Come on in, buddy. Love you. Come on in. We're not a serious <laughs> they, they country. Like talking good game. They like the virtue signal so much about how much they love the Hispanic people, how much they love the Mexican people, how colorblind they are, how much they love this, how much we're all the same. Uh, I, I guarantee you won't see any single politician or, or, or this colorblind person go walk a, a single block through some, just pick a town in Mexico or Guatemala or something like that. No, they don't. They, they You couldn't pay them to do that. You couldn't pay them to do it with armed guards. They don't go to Mexico, okay, but it's always just some rich resort uh, around their fellow right. whites that are there with their servant, you know, tokens and, and whatnot, you know, the sure. workers there and whatnot. Those guys would never go out in the streets with the people. They're terrified to do that because of their violent right. nature. But but they don't see that. They're right. blind, and we need to bring those people here because we're all the same. <laughs> we're in clown world, Vaughn. Well, we're not all the same. World. We are. We are not all the same. I will state that emphatically. We are not all the same. Same means same culture, same language, same level of intelligence. That's communism. I don't believe we're all the same. We are. Don't they always talk about diversity? Well, I thought we had diverse people from diverse backgrounds, diverse cultures. If we're all diverse, we're not the same. So these libtards talk out of both sides of their, of their mouth. They don't know what they're saying. Tell them words mean things. So when they say these things, I think about what they say, and I go, that makes absolutely no effing sense. You can't have diversity on one hand and then say, we're all the same. <laughs> it, they contradict each other. They're morons. Lincoln, what are your final point. thoughts to America, buddy? Thank you. Oh, that's a very good point, man. <laughs> that's why that's I am the host. Point. Yeah, that, that's a good one. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta meme that later. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Definitely do uh, it. Steal it, use it, broadcast it. I love it. 
I got to meme that later. Diversity is our strength, but uh, we're all the same. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a, that's a good one. Um, that's that's a good hypocrisy meme. Uh, I'll get some boys working on it that. Is. One. That's a good one. Uh, that's that's about all good I have one. for you, man. Uh, come back in Telegram sometime. I was talking to Kevin from Nationalist or uh, Nationalist United. Uh, he's he's been in the voice chat yes. a couple times talking to him. He's a, he's a great guy, man. Uh, he's got a great guy. Telegram as well. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. I will be back on Telegram here shortly. Looking forward to your uh, chat room there. Always a good time. Very informative. Lots of fun. Lincoln, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate you. Hey, congratulations on on number 100, brother. Hell victory. Thank you. Hell victory, Lincoln. The 100th show with Lincoln from Flyover Country. Great caller. A lot of good points there. We have Brett the Surfer. We dropped off the line again. Brett, if you're out there, call back. Get you on the air. Um, Brett is a man that is very elusive. He's probably fell off a surfboard again. Probably being shot at by Russian or the Ukrainian Navy. (laughs) So uh, we'll give Brett a few minutes to call in. In the meantime... We will listen to the Animal House Patriot speech. Robert Hoover will speak on behalf of Delta House. I don't think you can fully judge a fraternity without looking at the positive qualities of the people in it. I think we've heard enough, Mr. Chairman. I was told I'd have a chance to... That's enough. The court will now render a decision. Look, you said I could... He said that's it! Are you deaf? Let's finish this damn thing. I don't think it's fair. I'll tell you what's fair and what's not. President, do we have to listen to any more of this? Point of parliamentary procedure. Don't screw around. They're serious this time. Take it easy. I'm in free law, man. But you're pre-med. What's the difference? Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be brief. The issue here is not whether we broke a few rules or took a few liberties with our female party guests. We did. But you can't hold a whole fraternity responsible for the behavior of a few sick, perverted individuals. For if you do, then shouldn't we blame the whole fraternity system? And if the whole fraternity system is guilty, then isn't this an indictment of our educational institutions in general? I put it to you, Greg. Isn't this an indictment of our entire American society? Well, you can do what you want to us. But we're not going to sit here and listen to you badmouth the United States of America. Gentlemen! You're not walking out of this one, mister. You're finished. No more Delta. You bought it this time, buster. I'm calling your national office. I'm going to revoke your charter. That's right. Well, Brother Sir is trying to get in. I hear from our studio board. We will give him a few more minutes here. And uh, we're in overtime right now for the show, which we are often on most shows. But uh, while we're waiting for him a little bit, I thought you would enjoy to hear a retro 1960s motorcycle B-movie trailer. 
the cycles from hell are coming. American General Pictures presents Hell's Chosen Few, a shocking new picture, filmed in the streets where it actually happened, with members of the real devil's henchmen and allied motorcycle gangs of Southern California, hundreds of wild riders. Hell's Chosen Few roars across the motion picture screen with their choppers and wild mamas. Go ahead and cry, baby. That's the way I like it. Just makes it all the sweeter when we finally get there. They're hell's chosen few. They live fast, die young, and nobody cries. Joe, look out! What the heck? Are you going to rock or something? You ain't no man, you pink leaf. You ain't going to be when I get done with you. Satan's angels, screaming cycles, and wild women. picture of all time. Yeah, give the dude some working room. I want this little flower here to be ashamed to show off her tattoo when it kind of a misspelled word. Oh. From American General Pictures. Hell's Chosen Few, recommended for mature audiences. Gotta love those old uh, 1960s biker movies. And my show, too, is for mature audiences. <laughs> well, one day, folks, when all this implodes and the curtain is pulled back, my prediction that there will be no mercy to many traitors inside the country. We know they're here, embedded, deeply embedded, everywhere, it seems. A man wrote the show and said this in his comments. He wrote that um, he's seen the media full-throated lies and their theater of untruths paraded in front of the TV stream, their opinion and thought rule on social media platforms while good people get taken off. He says, if you hear something offensive, so what? If you hear what you believe is disinformation, who cares? So what, he says, grow up and grow a pair. He said, I don't hate the government. I simply don't trust it. I never did. I never believed for a minute that it has my best interests at heart. The other man wrote the show and said, Steve from California wrote, I agree, humans should be all over the universe if we evolved. Love the Von Wien show, keep it up. But he writes, the problem is that we have absolutely no evidence and no just reason to believe that we're the only planet in the universe with life. 
Your show's great. I've learned a lot. Well, what we do have going on right now is a crazy political system run by actual so-called humans on this earth describing that a God actually looks over us. I hope that's true. Yet many people still hang on, he says, to every word of these crazy scientists on TV. Now I ask you, Von Wiat, who relies more on faith and who relies more on evidence? Very interesting. Well, a few years back, before Trump, we had Barack Hussein, insane Obama. I told you then that the black Marxists, Obama will first weaken the military from within by encouraging gay, bisexual, and transgender soldiers, and then promote that ideology and fringe lifestyle all throughout the ranks. And that will severely rot the apple from within and weaken America from a future foreign invader. It has also been announced that Six Sauer just won the Army contract to produce the weapons and rifles the Army will need in the future. It's an excellent weapon system and brand for the future battlefield. Now, they can just learn to shoot straight and stop looking for a Pentagon-sponsored diversity class or a transgender bathroom, we'd be in much better shape to dominate the war zone. <laughs> but our corrupt left-wing mainstream media, who is in love with China, never tells you, America, that China is the most polluted country in the world. Their food and water supplies are very much contaminated. Sickness from foodborne illness is extremely common. It is a very dirty and filthy communist sick country. Suicides are rampant in the demonic Chinese regime. It's definitely not the model for our American future. I have contacts who have been over there for years on business, and they have told me this many times. CNN Plus this past week was canceled. And Disney's special real estate and legal status in Florida has been revoked and removed. The Obamas have now been kicked off Spotify. I call all of this a very good start, it seems. So I've told you before, no one's coming to save us, Mr. and Mrs. America. Not Trump. Not St. Putin. Not St. Zelensky. Well, this is deep. On the path to mastery, your sense of pleasure becomes redefined. What offers immediate pleasure comes to seem like a distraction, an empty entertainment dealt past the time. Real pleasure in life comes from overcoming challenges, feeling confident in your abilities, getting fluency and more skills, and experiencing the power all of that brings to you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for viewing. Thank you for calling in tonight to the Von Wien Show. We appreciate all of you.
You can always reach the show on my Gab page. Email me direct, vonwienshow at gmail.com. I broadcast each week my mountain stronghold here in Arizona. Stay strong, America. We need all of you in the days ahead, all hands on deck. I wish you well. God bless you all. Until next week, good night.